welcome to Hollywood. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Now TV Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, and I am joined, as always, by Steve. Hello. Ben. Hello. And Corey. Hello. How are we all doing, guys? Good. Yeah, it's um, it's nice and early. We're oh. doing this. Uh, we, we've <laughs> tried to something different. We normally do it in the afternoon. We're trying a nice early morning start, so it should be good to see how nice that goes. Nice fresh, everyone. <laughs> wide awake. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've got a <laughs> to my voice this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and what have we been watching? Anything good? I've seen quite a few films this month. I've, I've, a few of them I know you spoke about last month, Catherine, so I won't go too much into them, but I saw um, Free Billboards, yep. which I really enjoyed. I think it is very much, for me, driven by Frances McDormand's performance because she is just yeah. fantastic. And I think the performances are the main thing for me that, that stood out in that film. I think it's very well made and very good. For me, I think um, the director, is it Martin McDonough? Yeah. Yeah, I think In Bruges was a... I think I preferred that film overall, um, and I haven't seen um, Seven Psychopaths, but I oh think no, it's, it's, really, it's, that's it's really good. Yeah, film. it's a really, really strong, um, another strong film from him, um, and yeah, just fantastic performances across the board. So really enjoyed mm. that. I saw uh, Shape of Water. I saw that too. I really liked. Uh, I. How did you feel about? I mean, we'll talk more in detail um, shortly. But how that did you feel about it winning Best Picture? Uh, I, for me, I thought Three Billboards should have won. Hmm. Um, I preferred Three Billboards. I thought it was riveting just based on those performances and the way that everything in that movie, I thought, came together beautifully. Shape of Water was visually stunning, great score, really good direction and stuff, um, but a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like <laughs> I, we watched it with subtitles. <laughs> and the best bit is like when it says, like, uh, amphibian man gro- growls. And it's like... I wonder if that subtitler ever thought they'd be writing that. Mm. An amphibian man growls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like it was really good and enjoyable and, and stuff. But, but <coughs> yeah, a bit weird. Mm. I, I preferred Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. Mm. I see, for me, it was visually stunning. Yeah. And really well made. And I think um, the performance is great. But it didn't quite have the emotional impact for me. Exactly. Like, I mean, I cry really easily in films. And <laughs> anything I've seen you crying around the office, yeah, Steve. <laughs> anything that's slightly. Um, a tearjerker will get me. But that film, I just didn't really have that emotional bond with it that I thought it would have, mm. um, which I found quite strange. But, yeah, it's it's a brilliantly well-made film. And I think um, Del Toro, you know, he, he's an incredible director. Um, but, I, yeah, I enjoyed that. I, I saw it as well. I thought yeah. it um, was really good. Mm. Uh, I thought that it... It reminded me of like those movies like Delicatessen and City of Lost mm. Children, these kind of that you don't f- you don't see movies like that anymore. And yeah, I kind of I I mean there'll be another movie next year, kind of like Free Billboards, that goes up for the Best Picture. Maybe not as good, or maybe not the exact subject matter, but tonally possible, you know, like that. And we won't get another movie like uh, Shape of Water for mm. like years. <coughs> and so, well, I suppose it has that thing where people always accuse the Best Picture winner of certain years winning because it calls back to like classic Hollywood. And it has loads of references to... Oh, to, well, yeah, I mean, like, know, the artist. Yeah, it? And, gonna, it, yeah. and it, it sort of calls back to the universal monsters and all that stuff as well. And so, you know, you could perhaps argue that's one of the reasons why it won so much favour. But it's also the way they do the voting for mm. Best Picture, because Best Picture is done differently to the other categories. It's done on a scale basis, so that if kind of 
everyone votes for something as the number one or the number two, and then that, so it's kind of split. So it could be that... Um, it was no one's favourite. No, no, no. Yeah, oh. so it was no one's number one choice, but it was everyone's number two choice, mm. and so that meant it won. Mm. Oh, yeah. so it's that's certainly a safer film than Three Billboards, which is mm. fairly edgy in places. Mm. Um, and there was that controversy that we spoke about, which, I again, I agree, completely agree with you, Catherine. I don't really think it's valid. I think, mm. you know, the character... That's that's who the character yeah. is, and it's I think I only think the film uh, exploits that in any way. Mm. There was a great um, piece uh, in the paper about it, and like Francis McDormand retweeted it. Is that um, some of the residents or, um, from Grenfell? They got three billboards, they put them up, and it was used the same thing. It's like yeah, it's like it, the Grenfell tragedy. No. It's definitely it becoming a cultural thing. Like I've seen it a few times now. I think there was something else that used it. Um, but that was yeah, that was really interesting to see that. Mm, yeah. What have you been watching, Ben? Um, well, I I watched both those films that Steve watched. I mm. also watched The Disaster Artist, yeah. which I thought was really good. Um, I didn't think it was like amazing, like everyone said it would. Mm. And, you know, and it to be this piece that goes along with a movie that you know I've seen like a few times and you know like all its kind of you know internet hype. Um, I thought it was yeah good and really. You know, fun to watch, but not like brilliant. Like some people have been saying, "Oh, it's amazing." Like I, really, I didn't think it was. I found myself getting a little bit bored at times, and some scenes were going on a little bit. But um, it was really good. And then I also watched um, David Brent Life on the Road because I never saw it in the cinema, and uh, that wasn't very good. That was <laughs> the idea of like flogging. Like I, I love Ricky Gervais, and it was like really sad to to watch that and know that it hit every beat every TV show he's ever done has hit. Uh, like, I was cringing way beyond the moments that were cringy. I was cringing through, like, a lot of the movie. Like, because you're just like, dude, why, what are you doing? Why are you still doing this? Like, why are you still doing the same joke? Why are you, why are you still, like, shooting drama like it's Coronation Street? Like, kind of, like, in, a, in the middle of a movie. So, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I, I wanted to watch it. And, like, you know, there's a few moments that, that still shine through, but, you know, yeah, uh, it was it was it was pretty bad, which was uh, which is kind of like the, uh, quite sad to end that great British institution, you know, character to to just end I like suppose that. It's not the only um, sitcom to film that didn't work. Yeah, I suppose in its favour, it's it's not. You know, it's very rare that one that one of those adaptations does work. Yeah, I think it's just that thing that I don't know for for whatever reason that you assume Ricky Gervais. Like, I, I, in my brain, he's still kind of like untouchable. You assume what he's going to do is is good, but like he hasn't put actually anything good out. That character's gone now. for a while. I think yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if we get a Derek man. movie, I definitely won't be going <laughs> to watch <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're the they're the main ones that I've been watching. Corey, um, I also watched Three Billboards, so I won't go into that. But I watched uh, Wind River. Okay, I've seen that with. Um, uh, Jeremy Renner okay. and Elizabeth Olsen, and that was a, it was a real surprise actually, really really good. Um, just had nothing to watch one evening, thought I'd just pop it on, and yeah, it's about a young um, Native American girl who gets murdered, and Elizabeth Olsen is an FBI agent, and what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she, is she old enough yeah. to be an FBI agent? <laughs> it seems, it seems, and inexperienced though. So she's out by herself in the country in this in pretty much in the middle of nowhere in the snow and she uses um, the skills of Jeremy Renner who's a uh, 
kind of a man of the wild. He, he's a hunter, pretty much, or a tracker. Let's say mm. he's a like, tracker, like Daryl in The Walking Dead. Yes, he's yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> Does he yeah, ride a yeah, big bike on those like levels? <laughs> yeah, a, a snow, a, a snow cloud kind of mm. thing. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and he uses that, and together they're looking to solve this um, uh, this kind of murder, this kind of this mm-hmm. murder mystery, and it gets quite dark actually. So it's um, but really a real surprise, really good. I right. recommend it. Mm. Um, King Arthur. I watched that too. Legend of the I, Sword. Uh, I've also seen that. <laughs> oh, I've man. seen that as well. That was interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, parts of it I thought were fine. were okay. But then I just, it's like Guy Ritchie, he can't help just go lock stock. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's fine for a bit. And then all of a sudden, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said this and he said that. And then yeah, and I it starts getting like that. It's mm. like, well, that was a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was... Two different movies in one because you had the King Arthur kind of mythical legend and mm. on one part of it, and then you had this London thing, and you're kind of like, this. This isn't in King Arthur. What is this about? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes back to the thing, and you're kind of like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, and sorry, David Beckham, but you shouldn't be cast in movies. Oh, I know. You, know the ro- yeah. you know the rules: one for up, both hands on the handle, <laughs> and pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun in parts. But yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Like Mm. based on how how much it got savaged when it came out. Yes, I thought this is going to be really bad. But it was enjoyable. It was kind of fun. You don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How much of that extra bit is legend? I wonder as well. Like you know, like because it has you know the lady at the bottom of the lake, not the lake, but you know the bottom is castle and that kind of weird shadowy. Kind of king or whatever. They could, have made, they could have made that all a bit clear. The whole thing with mm. Mordred and the thing. I, I find that stuff like so interesting. So, um, but it wasn't very clear. It's like they really just wanted to keep Jude Law doing what he was doing. Yeah. So, um, and it was a bit long. I thought. Mm. Yeah. I had a revelation. So at the end of the film, it wasn't until the very final scene that I realised that both Charlie Hunnam and um, Aidan Gillen had been in Queer as Folk together years ago. So that was weird. I watching them both and thinking, why are they so similar? Like, why does this feel so familiar watching them together? And I was like, ah, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> that TV show from twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I speak about Black Panther later. A really, very good superhero movie. Yes, yes. I like, um, but I watched another superhero movie, which I, which I love my superhero movies. If you're a regular tuner, you you know this, Justice League. Yes. I saw and. Um, Justice League could have been a little bit better for me. Um, I thought that at the start, I thought it just it went back a stage in terms of in terms of Batman. Well, with Batman at the start, it felt like the Batman that you get in Batman Forever. If you love Batman Forever, I mean that's great. It's um, but it's very comic booky, very 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 colourful, and um, it's, but but very much not like what Nolan has done in the in the Gotham kind of um, that that we know right now, and. Um, yeah, I, I thought the characters, it, it all felt just a little bit rushed, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, a little bit more development, I think you could, you got some really good characters there. Um, like the little bit with Aquaman that you saw in Atlantis. I mean, that was interesting. You kind of got a slight backstory with him. So in his film, I'm sure he'll, fle- yeah. um, he'll flesh that I out. I think that's starting to shape up quite well. So I yeah. think that might be another kind of Wonder Woman one that it's stands yeah. apart and higher than yeah, the, I think so. the good group ones. There's a big casting news this week as well, wasn't there, for Wonder Woman 2 as well? Who? who it was. Um, let me look. So it's going to be the, f- the fun moment in the podcast where I Google again. <laughs> <laughs> I know the listeners yeah. love this, but well, yeah, they speaking of Wonder Woman, I did watch Wonder Woman mm-hmm. yes. for the first time. 
I kind of liked it. It's enjoyable. I like that it's not so superhero-y, which sounds kind of weird. It's more yeah. war-y. Yeah. It's more war It's more that because it's, you know, um, an origin, well, kind of an origin story, that she's learning about her powers and because she's not told about what or who she is, she's as she goes along, she learns it. And so that's as you go along, that's when the superpowers come out. And so it's quite, it's not really until the end that they come out. So it's more that she's actually just kicking ass, nice. which is mm. nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it was, as it was much better than I thought it was going to be, because I have quite low standards for, for superhero movies. Mm. And yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I think it was, it was quite nice to, and also to flip the um, damsel to being Chris Pine and that kind mm. of stuff. So it was quite, it was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Is he noticeably the damsel? Like, uh, do they make, yeah. them, do they joke on it and have? Yeah. And uh, but uh, I love kind of when she comes in because she's been living on however you say the name of the island, and then you and then she comes into our world, um, and she just makes this note, especially because it's World War One, I, I think um, that time wasn't great for women, mm. and because uh, I think they, they hadn't even had the vote in this country, um, and. Uh, they were going through and she's just making all these things like, why? Why is it like this? And you're kind of like, yeah, why was it like that? This is bull****. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so that's quite good that it's just pulling out those things. And there's obviously we're still dealing with a lot of that in our society now. But it's, it's really nice to kind of have that highlighted and to, to just go, yeah, this is, this is stupid. We need mm. to change this. Mm. Anyway, what else did you, did you watch anything else, Corey? Or no? Oh, um, yeah, I watched 8 Mile again. And we can have a rap battle. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just reminded yeah. me that Eminem, <laughs> didn't, yeah, as, as a rapper, he did such a good job in that role. I mean, I just thought. Did he ever yeah, make another really movie? Well. Has he? No, I don't think so. I can't think. No, I mean, no, I'm trying I to think of even cameo didn't. Anything, I probably nothing Not comes to mind. Mm. Mm. It's only that because like you do a, one movie about your life is quite good, and then you've respectively go, you know, that um, was it. That was the only movie that I had. Quite a lot of acclaim as well. Did he get a nomination for any? I can't remember if he got like, sure a he did. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know the yeah, film no. as a whole. No, and then never, oh, yeah, never to, never and to then do anything. Got the Oscar for what best sound, best song, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think your casting news for Wonder Woman two is Kristen Wiig. Yes, yes, Kristen yes. Wiig. Yes, yeah. yeah. she be playing the villain. Cheetah. Oh, yes. Which is that should be good. Yeah, and uh, Patty Jenkins is back to direct as well, and mm. which is quite cool. Don't uh, tell James Cameron. No. Silly man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I watched uh, Kong Skull Island. Brilliant. That was a bit of fun. Yeah. Mm. I quite liked it. It's silly and over the top, but it is quite enjoyable. Yeah, I think it's a great little film. Yeah, yeah. Really for that exact it. reason. Mm. People with guns on an island with big creatures. And yeah. it feels to yeah. all the books. It, it, it's made by someone who clearly loves film. Mm. And I think if you, if you get all those references that are in there, it makes it a lot more enjoyable, perhaps, than it would be to some people. But mm. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. And I also watched Baby Driver. Um, which again, enjoyable. It didn't quite feel Edgar Wrightish for me mm. or enough. So it's like I went in thinking, oh, it's going to be funny or at least some humorous bits. And I think there was twice that I laughed out loud. So it's definitely not along the line of Hot Fuzz or um, Shaun of the Dead. So that was slightly annoying. Yeah, um, Scott Pilgrim for me is still his one of his strongest in terms of doing something outside of that Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Um, and it could have been Ant-Man had he not been kicked off that. Yeah. Mm. But anyway. Uh, and yeah, so but it's like the, the editing is really good. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. Mm. It was fine. I mm. like the soundtrack. It was good. 
But yeah, it could have been funnier. It takes a weird turn in the third act, did you think? A L- little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Pun not intended, but... <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um, did you want to talk about Black Panther, or do you want to wait till next month when I've seen it? Or like, should we talk about it now? I'm happy to go with a bit of Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. Where you go, I mean, then? we could go more in depth next month, but... Mm-hmm. I suppose we could say. We all just know it's the biggest movie in the world ever. Yeah. Well, not really, <laughs> but almost. And everyone thinks it's amazing. Is it st- it's still number one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know. It's doing phenomenally well. Really well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me, I think Worthy of the Hype, I think it's yeah. really, really good. Um, uh, it's, you know, great what it's representing. That alone, put that aside, I think as a, as a good superhero film, I think it's really good. I'm starting to really enjoy these Marvel ones that are kind of away from the rest of the Avengers kind yes. of thing, strangely. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah, like Thor Ragnarok, Out of This World, The Guardians, and now Black Panther in, and Wakanda, which is it's showcased as it's, it's amazing kind of setting. It really, really is. And mm. um, really good performances as well. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, really good uh, One of the best villains, I think. Yeah, mm. great villainous yeah. Killmonger. Killmonger. Um, <coughs> Chadwick Boseman, great Black Panther. You kind of get that you get the balance with him that he's a that he's very young, but then trying to be leader and he's learning as you go along. You can see him. I think he's kind of and with his kind of tech in his suit, which is unbelievable. He's I don't know what's going to happen in Infinity Wars, but he can probably replace Iron Man, who's been the kind of at the helm. The um, at, yeah, at the at the <laughs> Avengers, and you can see there's little plots in the film where you see the influence of Wakanda kind of around the world. So you can see how he could kind of take that top spot mm. if he wants. And I think, obviously, the, the audience are kind of have uh, reacted well. So yep. why not? Mm. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was great fun. Like, um, I, I was slightly apprehensive going in purely because, as we've spoken about on this podcast before, and I know if, I think a few of us have the same feeling that there's so many comic book movies now. It's kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, what's this going to offer that's, you know, different? But it, it, it has a really different vibe to it, and it's just... I really enjoyed it. I think the the world building in it is phenomenal. Mm. You know, Wakanda is like is it, it's it feels like a you know a genuine place, and it's a great world to spend to spend time in in the film. Mm. Um, I think that all the performances are great. It has some of the strongest female characters I think in any yeah. of the Marvel movies, which no, is definitely. again great to see. Also, not hard. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but it's a, it's you know baby steps. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed. It. I think as you said, Michael B. Jordan as well is just great he's yeah. one of the best villains i think they've had the marvel film because you kind of this is rare you kind of feel for him and you see where he's coming from yeah, which yeah. makes a big difference i think it adds a lot more of a dimension to that character mm-hmm. so yeah it's it, i think it's deserving of of all the hype it's received yeah i just i was just wondering when you said about taking over iron man like have they all signed up beyond Avengers to or like uh, after these this kind of Infinity War corner, will we see a lot of these actors that have almost done it for a decade now not uh, be in it? And I don't know how. Or is it like they're going to do it forever? Yeah, I mean the rumor the rumors going around that is that a lot for a lot of them it's going to be the last one. I don't know how true that will be because mm. I'm sure I read that about Robert Downey Jr. years ago. Mm. Yeah, I think he said that Iron Man three was going to be. The yeah, last one and, and he's continued doing all these cameos. So mm. who knows? But Chris Evans, it does feel think, like there's yeah. a. Yeah, I think Chris Evans uh, as Captain America is uh, is. And miss, I think. I think Thor, um, he's signed up. Chris Hemsworth, he's signed up. I think. Um, well, he's pretty much said, "I'm in." 
No, no, what? I think I think the Ragnarok kind of uh, where he's kind of take had a bit of a transformation and turnaround. He's given his character is a better character now, isn't mm. he? So I think he's happy to go ahead with that. Yeah, but I think quite a few of them are signed up. And then I think now because there's so many characters now, I think they they can kind of push some aside. Mm. And mm. as soon as they start kind of like cut Captain Marvel comes out and you're starting to have those, you'll have yes, yeah. all these new ones coming through. Yeah. It does feel like there's mm. a shake up, um, and it feels like the time is time is right. I think. Yeah. Um, mm. So with Infinity War, it'd be interesting to see what the fallout from that is. Mm-hmm. And how so it's kind of like, you know, like in the 80s, you had Molly Ringwald <coughs> and all of like the kind of breakfast club. <laughs> I really like and that. Then, uh, <laughs> and then in like, you know, in the noughties now, we've got like <laughs> Seth, like Rogan and uh, a lot of those guys. Mm. And so maybe it's just like, you know, we'll be looked back on yep. gangs of them like that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Wasn't Robert Downey Jr. in kind of like the early 90s Brat Pack <laughs> with Emilio Estevez yeah. and stuff? Yes, he's in, he's in one of those movies. Like yeah. It might be Pretty in Pink or... or um, I think it is, yeah. What's it called? 16, 16 Candles. Yeah. He's in one of those, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the, the other thing we haven't spoken about, because we are actually recording this later than usual in the month, uh, is Oscars. We spoke briefly about Shape of Water and Three Billboards, but what, are, what do we think of the ceremony? Did we like it? Did we not like it? Did we watch it? I watched it. Yes, I stayed up. I, I have done for the last like six or so years now because mm. I'm sad. Um, that's not sad, Steve. <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's, that's just that's normal. Well, I found it interesting. I mean, I'm interested you, you, what you guys think is the main reason for this, but I read an article saying that they had the lowest ratings for, like the, of all time or something for the Oscars. Oh, because it's, it's been on a steady decline. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe it's just because it is so long. Um, social media maybe, mm. um, as that's taken over. Um, maybe, because people still see the Oscars as, you know, the epitome of, of the movie industry. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure why it is, because I still like to watch it, but I am much more jaded by the Academy than I used to be because yeah. um, of <coughs> certain ways of voting and also because, you know, it's all white men. <laughs> so, I think you know, for me it's the more of the kind of history and the prestige of what it means and what yeah. it meant mm. rather than what it is now. Exactly. That still makes me excited by it. I don't know if it's even excitement anymore, but I'd still enjoy watching it. I think this year's ceremony wasn't the strongest. I think last year... I, I think it being, was. Did you? Uh, I loved okay. the. I think it was because it was the homage back to those old ones and mm. seeing those clips. And I loved the little montages before the... Um, before the awards of all the people that had won the best like best actor and then it did the montage of all yes, the people I really yeah. like that I, I <coughs> almost cried when Eva Marie Saint came out and did that it was the cutest thing I love her um, was she wearing a dress as well that she had worn oh, I, don't, I don't know if she I was know wearing the same dress someone was wearing the same dress they had worn in a ceremony from like 30 or 40 years ago which was okay. quite interesting yeah but she because she was <coughs> she was 91 I think she is and it's like wow just her to come out and yep. be able to do that is just amazing and yeah, so I really liked that part of the ceremony. I thought some of it was a bit weird, like when they went over to the movie theatre across the street, that was a bit <laughs> weird. Yeah, I think every year now they have to have one of those stunts. And yeah. this year's it was like, okay, come on, move on, move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like they could make the ceremony so much shorter if they didn't do silly things like that in the middle. Mm. But yeah, I still I still enjoyed re- I, watching it. Yeah, um, I think it was just, I think the year before had so many of those moments that kind of remembered. I think Jimmy Kimmel was I think his opening was a bit slightly funnier the year before but it was still a very watchable ceremony mm. and there was a few surprises I would have liked more I think the, the highlight for me was Get Out winning screenplay yeah 
which again, it was kind of, people were like, will it win, won't it win? And it was, it was great to see that Jordan Peele did win the Oscar. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was solid. It was, uh, yeah, I think it might've been harder for Jimmy Kimmel to be funnier in his opening mm. this year, obviously mm. because of all the stuff yes. that's going yes. around. Yes. 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 So it made it a bit harder to, yeah. to yeah. do yep. that. Uh, he dressed it straight away. I mean, he, yeah. he, he didn't, yeah. he didn't yeah, hide no. from it at all, which I <coughs> was wondering mm. whether they would or not. Mm. But like, um, oh yeah, he, he smashed it right in the face, to be honest, didn't he? Mm. And, and um, which got yeah. the tone of it straight away. Yeah, mm. I th- which I thought was really mm. good. I think my favourite part of it is that now that Kobe Bar- Bryant is an Oscar winner, <laughs> that, that I think that was my favourite moment. Because <laughs> 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 it's like, how... How could a basketball legend turn into an Oscar winner? It's brilliant. Uh, I didn't watch it, but did anyone see John Cena in his tux? Yes. <laughs> what did that look like? <laughs> like it was about to burst at the seams, yeah. <laughs> Don't make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other highlight for me was uh, Francis McDormand's speech, which I thought was yeah. fantastic. Mm, and was. the fact that the whole inclusion rider thing is a discussion that's still going on and is having shockwaves now is, mm. is great. So, yeah, that, that for me was probably the... the, the the key highlight of the night. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I probably got through like the first hour or something, mm. and then uh, then fell asleep. And then <laughs> I just saw like the short highlights afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, my highlight, uh, same as Steve's, get out. I wanted to mm. uh, get out to get win. Uh, and I thought that was probably its best chance. Yeah, the original yeah. screenplay. And that's so. what I thought too. Yeah. There was mm. that kind of after one screenplay. There was that moment of sort of flight where everyone was thinking, hey, could it win? Could it win best picture? Might it win best picture? <laughs> and, you know, sadly not. But yeah. it was yeah, it was well deserved. Yeah. yeah, I also liked them bringing out uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway yes. again. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. When they called them out, I said, like, yeah. "No!" <laughs> and uh, Guillermo del Toro's double checking it yeah. and his wave at the camera was brilliant. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> cool. Well, now that's her. We've got to wait for that until next year. Mm. But you know, we've got other movies to keep us occupied this month. So because we are film f- recording this later, um, we've already got uh, Monster Family, Baby Driver, Wonder Woman, and Snatched, which is the Amy uh, Schumer and Goldie Horn comedy, all available now. Uh, coming up is uh, Cult of Chucky, Transformers: The Last Night. If you want to watch more Transformers films, uh, it comes at night. Despicable Me Three, which is the latest in the Despicable Me trilogy. Funnily enough, mm, there's the, be- the be- I know <laughs> there's the Beguiled, which is the uh, Sofia Capella remake of a 1970s um, thriller with uh, Clint Eastwood and it. But so this new one stars uh, Colin Farrell, Kristen Dunst, and Nicole Kidman, as well as Elle Fanning. Then there's uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming and Cars 3, which, funnily enough, the latest in the Cars trilogy. (laughs) Knowledge Uh, bombs getting dropped by Catherine. I know. (laughs) Who would have thought? Um, So, yeah, so there's loads to watch. um, So we won't take up more of your time to to, to talk about those because they're all, most Mm. of them available now. Have you all seen Spider-Man Homecoming? I didn't watch that, so I'm going to watch that when it comes out. Yeah, so it's on the 30th, so Mm. you can watch that from. Good fun. And uh, so we all have a random movie, as we do, everyone's favourite segment. This month we had to watch Beverly Hills Cop 3. Did we all watch it? Most of of it, yeah. Sticking with the threes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, what did we all think? I'm assuming we've all seen it before. No, no, no. So this is something I realised as I put it on. And I I sat there and, like, thought back, like, long and hard. And I realised... I hadn't actually seen a Beverly Cop Hills Cop film. I don't know. Maybe no. Obviously, like probably growing up, like it'd been on the telly, and you've come in and heavily censored. But yeah, heavily censored. <laughs> but I'd, I'd never sat there and like put on a Beverly Hills Cop mm. film. I realised, and uh, 
And so I was kind of like, all right, then if you, if you can't remember it, treat it like, you know, like don't try and remember it. Like, just watch this movie for, like, what it was. And I was, like, directed by John Landis. I yep. was like, I love his movies. Mm. And then I was watching it. <laughs> and after, like, the 12-minute, like, opening scene and the credits still haven't rolled and the yeah. police captain's died after, like, you know, like in a really rubbish <laughs> joke. And then, like, a really serious scene. I was just like, did they forget to put the credits in? And I, did, I, I, I thought that movie, I was... I, how similar is it? My question it's is that to least. one and it's, two. No, <laughs> it's the, it's just, it is like it is a different movie compared to the yeah. original two, especially compared to the first one. Like the second one gets a bit silly, but this one just takes it way out. Well, that bit where he's mm. he's climbing on the. Uh, the Wonder World. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I oh, mean that, oh, that saving the kids. Yeah, that. Yeah. I mean that bit is. I mean that machine is pretty shoddy. That the security guard comes over as a go at it, yeah. and, and it blows up. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just shows yeah. that it's not it's the greatest theme park. Yeah. I think there was a lot of um, development issues with the third one. I think yeah, it well, took a I, while to. Well, I did some reading. Supposedly, it was meant to be shot years ago, and it was meant to be set in England and all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and both Landis and Eddie Murphy consider it to be. One of their sort of least. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't like each other either. I no. supposedly no. doing that. Yeah. No. no, I think they both vowed to never sort of work with each other again after that, which is a shame because they had done, you know, coming to America. Yeah. Um, which I think was before. It must have been before. Yeah, yeah it was a few before. years before. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you, like you said, I, I love I love John Landis's films. I think for me, it kind of inspired me after I watched this to watch a few of his earlier films again, uh, Animal House and um, American Werewolf and all those. Um, and it, it isn't his strongest film, but there are things to enjoy about it. And I also enjoy, like all the cameos. Yeah. So there's um, like uh, George Lucas, Joe Dante, mm. all of these directors appear in, in, in different scenes in the film. Um, and, and, you know, there's so, like the, the, the Ferris wheel sequence, there are some fun, fun yeah. moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a. Pr- it's a Proper 15, isn't it? I yeah. mean, <laughs> the old school 15. I mean, back in the day when I watched it, I think I, I thought it was a family movie. I mean, <laughs> well, it was it was shown so much on yeah, TV I mean, and it's censored. So yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people do consider it to be, a, you know, a family yeah, movie. And then like you watch the uh, uncut version, yeah. and it's so and so it's, swearing. Yeah, so much swearing. Yeah, pretty violent as well. Yeah. Um, mm. in, in parts as well. But it's one of those ones. It's a bit of, a bit of fun. Yeah, I just yeah. I just like it. I just. I think, like I said when we when we got it last time, is that it's it's not the best in the trilogy, but I think it's my favorite just because it is so silly. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, like just the stupid bits where he's being chased and then he like shuts the door and then he has this music behind him and it's those mascots that are dressed up and then it's Wonder Woman and he just starts like yeah, yeah. dancing <laughs> and then he comes down and he does these little faces as he goes <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's just makes me giggle. Yeah. So I like it a lot. And then I it, I know it's the opening sequence, but it's like when they when they're singing to Diana Ross, the two guys yeah. in the thing, and it's like every time that that comes on the radio, <laughs> it's just like because I, w- I was listening to like absolute sixties uh, last night or the night before, and, uh, and that came on, and I started to do the <laughs> dance moves from Billy <laughs> 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 It's just so. Uh, luckily, I was alone because that would have been embarrassing <laughs> if anyone had known that. One, one thing I also uh, noticed is it's Judd Nelson, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, is it? No, 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 no what's his Judd, name? Judd. Uh, was it even Judd? Uh, what is it? It is Judge Judge Reinhold. Oh, Judge Reinhold. Judge yeah, Reinhold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was I like I love Judge Reinhold. I, you know, and I was watching. I was like, oh yeah, Judge Reinhold, isn't it? But then I was like, it's from the early nineties. He like he may have he may look slightly different. And then as I was watching it, I was like, every scene has someone who looks 
like Judge Reinhold did it. Because I guess it was that bit of the 90s where his hair and his kind of frame was in every film. And literally every movie, every scene, there's someone who you're like, that kind of could be Judge Reinhold, I thought. Yeah. That was a product of his time. <laughs> the early 90s look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, would you all like to know what, what this month's movie is? Have you already been? spun it? I have not spun it. Yes, I, I'm I would waiting. Like to know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. You're not allowed to cheat, <laughs> Corey. No one's allowed to. <laughs> I just wanted to see this randomizer. Yeah. High tech. It's another third in a trilogy. Wow. Interesting. It is early 90s again. It is more of a. Uh, uh, I was going to say piss take, but I don't know if it. Oh, Naked Gun? Yes. 33 and a third? Yes. Is, is, that, is that early 90s? <laughs> I think yeah, it is. I think like that was like 97, I thought, or no, maybe. It was like 94, 95, something like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's so. Yeah, 94. No. The second one, I think, was early, 90, like 90 90, or something. 91 yeah. was uh, two and a half, and then the f original was 88. <coughs> so, yeah, nice. so we've all got to watch that, which is good because I've watched that so many times yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it has that whole Oscars set piece, doesn't it? Is that that one? Uh, one? Yes, it yes. is. I think it is that one. Some kind of awards, like the Queen or. Something. No, the Queen comes in the first the one first for the one, baseball yeah. game. She does. I, I love the, <coughs> uh, the Naked Gun films. And I love yeah. Files from Police Squad. I think he's amazing. Yeah. This is the one that's got Anna Nicole Smith in it as well. Yes, this is that one, yeah. And and OJ Simpson. Yeah, no, it'd be fun to revisit that. <laughs> I, this is the one I've seen the least because my mum and dad always deemed it a bit too rude to really? watch. over. I could watch one and two as much as I wanted. And then I had a bit of a problem. Third one. <laughs> Funny. So I'm going to... Feel all grown up watching <laughs> this movie. Yes, I was going <laughs> to say something mean, but then I changed my mind. Thanks, Catherine. You're I'm welcome. Sure, I'm sure she'll say it. To me I'll say it later when no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for this month. Uh, coming up in April, we'll be talking about the Hurricane Heist, Alien Covenant, Girls Trip, Rough Night, The House, and Captain Underpants. So there's loads for every kind of person and all kind of tastes mm. in April. Uh, so yeah, have a great month and happy movie watching. Mm.